Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to my show, The Story of My Life, brought to you live from my home. Here is your hostess, Sarah Adewale. I am 25 years old, and I'm from Little Ferry, New Jersey, which, if you're not familiar with, it's in Bergen County, neighboring town between Hackensack and Teaneck. Yes, folks, you heard that, right? Your wonderful hostess here has just turned the big two five this past summer. And I want to thank those of you who've sent me birthday wishes on social media, including Facebook, Instagram. I love you guys and I always will. Trust me, I feel very much appreciated. Now, you may have noticed that in my intro, I would normally introduce myself as a graduate student at Montclair State University and what I majored in. Well, unfortunately, I have decided not to do such a thing anymore. Because long story short, I am no longer welcome at Montclair State. Bummer. But that is another story for another time. I'm going to let that be the topic of another episode that I do. Not right now. I don't want to talk about something that depressing as a way to start off my new podcast episode in a brand new year. And if you guys really think about it, it's been literally almost a whole year since I lasted my podcast. And due to unpleasant memories, I would rather not talk about the last episode that I did because it was about a research paper topic for one of my graduate courses which again I really do not want to dive into right now um, because it's you know it's something kind of depressing I don't want to I don't want that for you guys right now Um, I just want to entertain you guys right now by telling you all the fun stuff that I did this past summer well besides turning 25 For the most part this summer, um, I worked as a camp counselor for the YWCA. Um, But before I can go further into that, I'd like to tell you about my annoyingly boring job search process before finally landing the job at the YWCA. Um, So first off, I reapplied to the YMCA where I worked last summer, the YMCA Greater Bergen County. Um, I applied for a couple of positions within them besides camp counselor, like um, group leader for before care, after care, you know, that kind of thing. And um, so an interesting thing about them is that as of early this year, I believe in February, the YMCA Greater Bergen County has recently change their office building location. Yeah, so when I worked for them last summer, they were located right there in Hackensack. Um, that's their office building, of course, not their actual like campsite. Um, their actual campsite, as you guys have already figured from that previous episode I did last summer, was at that lake in New York. You know, that, that lake whose name I literally couldn't even pronounce the life out of like yeah so anyway um about their office relocation um 
Apparently, some Bergen County residents have decided to rent out the building space in Hackensack. Um, so this is just information that I'm relaying based on my previous research and the news story on, about on its website. And I might be a little bit off on some of the information, um, but I'll just say this. Um, Due to the residents' decision to move into the Hackensack building and claim it as their own place, the Y has decided to permanently relocate to New Milford. So I'm not exactly sure where that is and I'm not even familiar with that area. Um, but as of now, that's where the Y is located. You know, in New Milford instead of Hackensack right now. So, um, during the job application process, um, I've applied. I've applied to the camp counselor position there, as well as the group leader thing, like for before school or after school, and even as like a welcome center associate. You know, someone who does like the front desk receptionist kind of thing, and you know. For each of the positions that I applied to, I didn't even hear back from any one of them at all. So I kind of just made the assumption that maybe because they just recently relocated to somewhere else that they've been trying to like settle into their new location. So, um, but along the way, I also applied to other summer camps across New Jersey, like other local YMCAs as well. And some of them like offered me interviews, but for some reason rejected me. Like, yeah, kind of used to that by now. Um, but then I finally agreed to apply for the YWCA. And Initially, I was kind of reluctant to apply for a summer camp job because I was really, really hoping to get an internship or some kind of entry-level job in journalism, which is seemingly pretty, seemingly pretty frustrating at the moment, pretty impossible at the moment. Um, because as a recent graduate, like, it's so annoying that they expect you to have the experience, but like. I always feel personally though that the job itself should give you the necessary experience. Like I don't like understand it. Like it's just frustrating just how difficult the job market is generally speaking. Like not just journalism field, but just in general, it's so annoying and it's frustrating. But you know, like you like you guys know, like I'm not one to like give up hope easily and I'm not giving up yet at the moment. Um, I know I will get a job in journalism. Um, I know it is possible for me to get a job in journalism and I'm not going to give up until I get it and I just know I will soon. So, But you know, until it does happen and I know it will happen by God's grace, um, I figure that maybe just this once for this summer. Um, this will probably be the last time that I'll ever do another summer camp job and that hopefully um, 
summer 2023 um an actual like job in journalism like for real this time (laughs) but you know um working for the ywca wasn't a complete loss um you know it actually like turned out to be an, an amazing experience for me um I think the first time I ever heard about the YWCA, like it was in one of my classes that I took during my master's program during the spring of 2022 semester. Um, So it was a course that I took, which is called Nonprofit Organizations. Yeah, that's the literal name of the course um, in regards to public relations. Nonprofit in terms of public relations and how PR like plays a role in nonprofits like the YMCA, the YWCA, and stuff like that. And so, before that time, I actually wasn't really familiar with the YWCA. I didn't even know that there was actually a thing yet at the time. So, when I was looking up the organization online and like scrolled through their website um that's when i realized hey this organization actually has an office right in my town you know in hackensack i mean yeah their office building is located right over in hackensack um which is kind of on somewhere on the same street as where the ymca building used to be before it got relocated now to new milford so in going through their website, I found out that the YWCA had job positions in social media specialist, um, executive ex- executive assistant, which is I guess is like secretarial stuff, um, program director, camp counselors. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more jobs than I just mentioned. Um, but those, these are just the positions that um, come to my mind right now. Um, so about the social media specialist position, um, since it was a full-time position that required a degree of some kind, um, I think maybe in journalism, um, I figured that it would have been like a perfect job opportunity for me. So. I reached out to the woman who serves as the director of youth development via email. Um, I asked her if if the the YWCA was hiring for that position, social media specialist. And um, she said that no, unfortunately, um, that position has already been filled, Um, but that I was welcome to like check out the summer camp counselor positions available and you know just send out my resume via email um to the man who serves as the hr generalist and so in my email to the man you know the hr guy um who's a black dude who's like in his 40s or something um i explained to him that i previously worked for the ymca last summer and obviously Obviously, you guys heard me talking about that in that episode, working with the younger campers and Team Kahagan. Um, that's one of the camp teams at YMCA that they had, you know, and all that. 
And so the guy was impressed by my background and so he invited me to join a Zoom interview with the man who was who served as the YWCA um, camp manager. So this man, the camp director slash manager, um, he's also a black dude who I would assume is like in his 30s or something. So yeah, just a few years younger than the HR dude. <laughs> and so when this man, the camp director, when he was interviewing me via Zoom, um, I automatic, I automatically felt like he and I w were making a connection, because <laughs> um, you know he and I like hit it off um, naturally during conversations during the interview, and so he asked me like uh, sort of a challenging questions of what do you know about the YWCA, like what values does the YWCA represent? You know, just I guess questions like that and um he gave like impressive answers and because obviously i've done my research um i know that the ywca is catered specifically to helping girls and women feel empowered and eliminating racism and yeah that's exactly what i said in my answers and so <laughs> and so the man also asked me if i would be interested in working for the Dumont camp or for the Mawa camp um, because the YWCA has two camp locations in those areas in northern New Jersey and so the obvious choice for me was was Dumont um, just because it's closer it's right here in Bergen County um, and so he explained that the Mawa camp lasted for nine weeks and the Dumont camp seven weeks. So the Dumont camp took place at an elementary elementary school called Hannes. Um, I'm not sure how to spell it anymore, um, but the school is right there in Dumont and the Mawa camp I think took place somewhere in an outdoors area. Um, I'm not entirely sure because um, I'm not like that familiar with Mawa at all, like other than hearing about Ramapo College. And, um, but some of the campers themselves and the staff have said that there are bears up at the Mawa campsite. Um, so I guess it's a good thing that I chose Dumont over Mawa. <laughs> I guess I dodged a bullet with that because <laughs> I'm deadass scared of bears. <laughs> I've never met one in person, I don't think, but I think they're scary. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, after the interview, um, I got emails from that woman, the woman who's the director of youth development. Um, she would give me like information about orientation, um, online training courses that I had to do, um, courses that talked, that, that discussed topics and like preventing child abuse and you know all that wonderful stuff. Um, drug screening, um, fingerprinting, you know just to make, for me to make appointments to do those things which I did, you know all that lovely stuff. 
such an annoying process, but um, it was worth it though. Um, one of the first things that woman um, mentioned to me in email was about the orientation, um, which was in person at their building in Hackensack at around seven in the um, evening, I guess. So the orientation day was on a Wednesday um, in June, June 8th, I believe at the time. And I know at the time I had still been enrolled as a graduate student in my master's program, taking a summer course. Um, the summer course that I took was a three-day thing, um, Monday through Wednesday, which was hybrid. So Mondays and Wednesdays, it was online. And on Tuesday, we had to meet physically in person. So due to the scheduling conflict, um, I had to tell the woman that I couldn't physically attend the orientation. So she sent me via email um, a PowerPoint presentation that details the overall general expectations of the YWCA camp program, like the roles of the general staff members, not just like, not just camp counselors like me, just, I guess like other staff members too, the program directors, bus drivers, and the nurse, you know, just our general roles, roles and expectations, the code of conduct. And, um, the position I applied for was actually youth camp counselors. So yeah, that's pretty much the same thing. And the other thing though was they wanted me to complete a CPR training class. And uh, during my interview with the man, the camp manager, he asked if I had a license or certification of any kind. And I said, yes, I did from when I previously worked at the Hackensack Recreation Center um, back in the summer of 2018. Um, the CPR training card that I got from them was sponsored by the American Heart Association, um, which expired like two years ago. And so the, the guy, the camp program guy, um, he said that, I probably would have to get it renewed um, not instead of taking a CPR training class offered at, at their office. And so one time I came to the YWCA office kind of under the impression that I would be taking a CPR training class and uh, the camp manager told me that the Whoever was supposed to teach me the class wasn't, <clears throat> sorry, wasn't physically able to make it that day. So I got the feeling that I came all the way down to their office for nothing. Um, but the camp manager, like I mentioned before, he's actually a pretty chill guy. Like he's a laid back dude. Like he's super nice and friendly and he himself has two young boys who are also enrolled in the camp. They're identical twin boys and they were so damn cute. I know I shouldn't say that, but yeah, um, that's the 
kind of the vibe that I got from him during my interview with them. Um, like, he's a pretty chill guy. Like, he's not all, like, serious business. But, but yeah. But, yeah, so when I came down to the office, um, he, just, he just made me, like, review the physical handout paper, like, of the rules and expectations of the camp, like, the code of conduct. So it's like a physically printed out copy of the PowerPoint presentation that the woman who serves as the director of youth development have sent me through email um, due to the fact that I wasn't physically able to make the orientation. So um, I read through the, (coughs) sorry, I read through the, paper again, you know, just everything, just everything that they expected and stuff like that. And um, now that I think about it, um, I really wish that maybe I should have attended the orientation um, because that way I would have known exactly the group of campers I would be assigned to. When I was in the office that day, I don't think I remember to ask the camp manager, like, um, like what group I would be in or if I would be working by myself or paired with other counselors or I didn't ask about any of that and I kind of wished maybe I did. Um, I kind of automatically assumed that maybe they would give me all that information on the actual first day of camp, which was Monday, June 27th. Um, because I, I felt a little bit like confused and all over the place that day. Um, I wasn't really sure about the schedule of activities and events and um, At first, I didn't really know what group I was assigned to, Um, but yeah, I'm going to go into more detail about all this in the following episode right after this. Um, So the next episode that I do after this is going to be a continuation of the details of all the daily and weekly events at the Dumont camp, you know, and everything of that nature. So stay tuned, guys.